just so crazy. Oh my God, is that real? Yes. Jordan? Jordan? She's like the last person on the planet that I would have said would have done this. I mean, yeah. I don't even know. This changes. She's definitely like, even if you kissed her and she was taken off guard, she calls Kylie, tells her exactly what happened. Like, that's what I would do. Yeah. Hold on. This is Tracy. Hold I'll call you back. Okay, bye. Hi. Are you kidding me? Yeah, is I, I know. I know. I've been on the phone for hours with all the sisters. Disgusting. I'm in the middle, literally, of doing interviews. I literally want to go over there and punch him. Tristan is a disgusting pig. I know. She's... Oh, she called me. Okay, bye. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Hi. Hey. Are you with Court or no? No. You want me to three-way her in? Yeah, sure. Do we call Kylie, too? Hold on. Okay, Chloe, Courtney, Kylie, Kim. Okay, no more. So Jordan said that they did make out. Wow. Like, I'm just honest. I don't know why. I'm literally, like, shaking. Like, I'm so curious. Like, why would you tell me that? Oh, I saw Tristan at a house party. Knowing in the back of your mind what you did. Yeah. She's like, I just can't believe this is happening. I'm so confused. I'm like, you're confused. Here's the thing about Chloe and Tristan. That phone conversation was giving me Mean Girl vibes circa 2000 and what, four? No, 2003, when Regina calls Katie, but Gretchen's on the phone, and Katie says that Gretchen just wants attention because she told Regina about the thing with Aaron Samuels, only this is the modern version of circa 2019 with Jordan Woods, Chloe, Kim, Courtney, and that whole debacle. Hi, everyone. Good morning. It is Monday, the 24th of May. And probably what I think is the greatest episode ever of Keeping Up with the Kardashians was on last night, Sunday, called Treachery. Finally, the scandal of the century, which is that of Jordan Woods and Tristan Thompson, um, Kylie Jenner's former BFF, and Chloe's former baby daddy. Well, current former daddy, but basically former husband, boyfriend, whatever he is to her. The episode finally came out of season 16, during season 16, part one of a two-part finale. Going out with the bang as they usually do. I have now, I have not, I have been watching Keeping Up all 16 seasons. Well, since season one. So I think maybe 2008, I think when I graduated high school or maybe 2009, my freshman, my sophomore year of college. Um, But it was a really good episode. It was, I don't have a TV. Okay, first of all, the episode started actually really lightly. Well, it was very cryptic. It was very strategic. It started with a, um... It was like a little cinema. It was like a little movie. It started with um, Chloe in her fabulous house, talk with Jordan and Kendall and Kylie, walking around showing how she's adding this 3,000 um, 3, foot edition, 3,000 feet, miles, I don't know, a 3,000 something edition to her house and adding a massive closet. Because she already has a gorgeous closet in her house, have you seen on the show, as you've seen on the show. Um, and then um, Jordan is just like, ooh, I love it. It's so fabulous. It's so fancy. And it was obviously a setup because I know how television works because I work in TV and I read a lot of scripts. Um, and it was all set up and build up to what was then the probably the last um, 20, 20 to 25 minutes of the episode, which is the beginning of the unraveling of what happened um, between Chloe and Tristan, which was basically a gift of gold from the people above. Because this family, I love this family, and I really, I'm a, I'm a Kardashian stan. I love them, I support them, I'm obsessed. I think they're so genius, they're so successful, and they're so smart, and they're so clever. 
But like the fact that the world works in a way that serves them and their purpose, which is their show, to keep audience members like myself hooked uh, is just out of control and crazy and I cannot believe it. I, a lot of people are saying this was contrived. I don't think this episode was contrived. I think it was edited in a way that was in their favor. Okay, first, as I mentioned before, the episode is called Treachery, which is perfectly titled because Chloe was basically saying how her eyeballs, how her heart is in her eyeballs. I don't know what that means, but I'm sure it's a really bad thing. And she was just expressing such disdain and hurt and authentic, just... It's about betrayal. It's a real betrayal. I have never experienced betrayal. I had until recently, until last year, until a former person that I dated then slept with my no longer very good friend. But I had never understood what betrayal was until that had happened to me. Now, this is obviously on a much smaller scale because I'm not in the public, nor have millions and millions of fans like Chloe and Kim and Courtney Kendall and Kylie and Chris and Caitlin. Caitlin wasn't even in the episode, and I would have loved to seen her reaction to this all. Um... But it was just out of control. Okay, first of all, what I was going to say, the beginning of the episode, I cannot get over how just genuinely rich, wealthy, and just fabulous they all are. Their houses, their cars. Like, if you honestly, genuinely want to feel poor, watch this show. And it, it, it's crazy because, I mean, I understand, obviously, they're, you know, they signed $150 million deals with NBC Universal, which is uh, the home of E!, and they work in TV, and they have amazing endorsements. But it's, like, crazy to me that I have to, like, sell everything I own just to pay my mass amounts of credit card debt that I have. Yet, they they buy, like, $150 Hermes Birkin bags. Now, that's not, that's not to say that it's bad what they're doing. It's just it's so crazy what a different world they live in. But I love it still, and I relish in it, and I'm obsessed. By the way, it's 3.26 in the morning, so if I'm sounding like a little groggy, I'm so tired. But I have so much going on. I have a week to find an apartment, and I have not found an apartment, and it's very stressful, and I've just had a lot going on. But I knew I had to, I knew I had to record an episode about this because this was literally the biggest thing that happened this week. And there's a lot of other stories going on that I wanted to talk about, but this is, like, this just happened. And, by the way, episode three of Big Little Lies was this week, and I'm going to do a recap of that maybe later on this week. But it was a really good episode, and I just think Meryl Streep, adding Meryl Streep to the cast of Big Little Lies is the greatest thing that HBO's ever done aside from like killing off Daenerys in the Game of Thrones finale which was such a good twist even though everyone hated that but anyways this is about keeping up okay so as I mentioned the first probably 15 to 20 minutes of the episode was sort of set up set up set up set up coming up coming up coming up and then it shows the conversation and and I guess what had happened was Kim was doing her interviews um and she got the phone call from her friend Larsa that who was a friend of hers, a friend of Larsa's, who's one of Kim's oldest friends, was at a party with Tristan, who was renting an Airbnb in town because it was there for All-Star Weekend. I don't know what that means because I don't follow sports. And I guess, like, the person that seen um, Jordan Woods and Tristan canoodling, in the words of um, the principal of her Mean Girls. But here we go. I'm going to read an article that E posted because this is the one time where E's actually very reliable. And then I'll sort of give my personal thoughts on the whole. I'll assess the situation. Okay. The article... Oh my gosh, I'm so tired. The article is written by Emily May something, whose name I cannot pronounce. I'm barely, I can barely even keep my eyes open. Khloe Kardashian reveals the one thing Jordan Woods didn't say after the Tristan Thompson cheating scandals. Written Sunday, the 23rd of June, 2019. Jordan Woods, again, this is from E! Online. Home of the Kardashians. Jordan Woods may or may not have apologized to Khloe Kardashian after this Tristan Thompson scandal, but definitely she didn't do it the right way. Quote, 
Now she's like, it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't intimate. It wasn't sexual. The Good American co-founder told sisters Kim Kardashian and Kylie Jenner during part one of the Keeping Up with the Kardashians two-part season finale, which chronicled the immediate aftermath of Jordan Woods and Tristan's um, cal- calamitous, cal- calamitous, C-A-L-A-M-I-T-O-U-S. I'm not a scholar, so I can't read every single word that the world works. But I'm very impressed that he's using um, vocabulary that's like out of my range because this is like an, uh, just seems to cater to like middle America, a.k.a. dumb people. That's really shady, but you know what? I'm tired. Um, something make out at an LA house party back in February. Er, innocent goodbye kiss, question mark, plus PDA. Ooh, the shade from E! Online. I love it. Kylie's ex-BFF changed her story a handful of times throughout Sunday's episode, so maybe don't take her word for it. Okay, before I continue this article, this is definitely bias and in the Kardashians' favor, and it makes sense, because obviously, E! is basically, E! e News should be basically K! News, because it's Kardashian News. They should own the network, so I understand why they're doing it. Quote, That's not all. Uh, that she said on the phone to me, which is fine. Now she's downplaying it, Chloe continued. I'm not saying things can't happen. I'm the most understanding, calm person ever. But Jordan, never once as Jordan said, I'm sorry. The Revenge Buddy star had already talked to her more than once when she sat down with Kim and Kylie to debrief in person. But as far as the details of Jordan um, and Tristan's alleged trip down Infidelity Lane, the 21-year-old still hadn't given her a straight answer. First, she said Tristan was trying to kiss her. Did he, though? Jordan couldn't remember. Even more bizarre is the fact that she also managed to um, integrate these next um, comments into the conversation, according to Chloe. Quote, Jordan called me and said, I was watch. I was your watchdog last night. Um, oh, I just got up from my bestie, Josh, who's literally waking up because he's on the East Coast and I'm on the West Coast. Sorry, I'm going to repeat what I was saying. Jordan called me and said, I was your watchdog last night, Drew Thompson's mom relayed one day earlier as Kim, Kylie, and Kourtney Kardashian tried to pick apart the um, forgetting cheating chatter before it made headlines. Quote, uh, and there, and was there to protect me and keep an eye out. That's why she stayed at the party as late as she did. Needless to say, Jordan didn't cling to the watchdog alibi for very long. Minutes later, Chloe followed up with the news from the car Jenner's former family friend who called her back to say that she and Tristan, quote, did make out after all, and she, quote, <clears throat> just can't believe this is happening. And generally is feeling so confused. I'm like, you're confused? Chloe almost laughed and Kylie hit the nail on the head with a deadpan, wow. Before Courtney chimed in, I'm literally shaking, I'm furious. The Poosh founder who didn't mince her words about her sister's NBA player, then boyfriend. Tristan's gotta go, she finished. Chloe didn't want to speak to Tristan anyway. Scott Disick might have said it best this week. He dug the grave, he can lay in it. Though she didn't, um, though she did make sure True's dad owned up to everything before sticking him with a rifle dose of the silent treatment, whether Jordan assumed the co parents were never going to have this conversation or. Just hope that she would get ahead of it while Tristan was MIA flying back to from All-Star Weekend is still kind of unclear. Quote, once Tristan finally landed in Cleveland, he saw millions of text messages from me, you know. He already knew what was up and there was nothing else he could do but confirm it. Yeah, Chloe told the KU, keep with the Kardashian camera in her interviews. Um, And rest assured, she got her questions answered too. Tristan admitted that, quote, Jordan still played after everyone left the party and was still on his lap in a chair. Uh, he also came clean about the makeout and inappropriately body inappropriate body language before groveling moderately via text. Quote, I was just hoping for a better outcome for my daughter and myself. An admirably cool, calm and collected Chloe said in conclusion, Tristan, did you feel the burn in Ohio? No sweat either way, since his now ex shared a more direct message to the Cavaliers player and to Jordan in another confessional interview later on. Quote, you both collectively ruined the relationship with me. Um, with True, with Kylie, and everyone. She said, yes, people make mistakes, people fuck up. 
Well, people f dash dash up, f dash dash k up. But why would you ever want to do this yourself? I'll never understand that. Okay, so Chloe actually said it best this week. See how it all went down in the video above. And then the promo for next week looks really, really good. It's sort of unraveling everything else that happened. Okay, this is actually what I thought was the most shocking thing about this whole thing when it first came out a while ago. And I did a Red Table Talk episode a few months ago when um, Jordan was literally... Like, three weeks after this whole thing came out, went on Jada Pinkett's Red, Red, Red Table Talk show on Facebook, which I love and I'm obsessed with, and I love the Smiths. Um, but I thought it was a little, it was a little, like, not tasteful to do the interview so quickly after. Now, um, oh yeah, what Jordan was saying was that she was so sorry, she was so sorry, she was so sorry, and I guess next week we could find out if she actually apologized to Chloe or not, literally using the words, I'm sorry. And Kim also said it best, I would be groveling on, on Chloe's doorstep if this happened. Okay, I remember the closest sort of uh, most relation I have to this was like, when I was doing plays back in high school, I would have sleepovers with a lot of my castmates. And um, in my in my parents' house, I had it's there was like a a room upstairs that we would all have a sleepover in. And one of my friends, one of my former best, one of my former best friends, we're not really friends anymore because these people just depart. And she was a few years younger than me. Really liked this boy who I knew was questionably gay um, at this party, and she was really trying to get with him. And I mean, I just I always knew that he was in the guys. And we were all really, really messed up. We were all really drunk. Um, and I think I was probably 17 at this time. It was before I graduated. I, he and I made out. And we both were just out of it. And I, that's, I guess, the closest relationship I, the closest relation to the story that I know is that, like, but it's not the same thing because it's not like she and him were dating. They weren't even, like, a couple. They were, like, whatever. And, but I was like, you like someone who's just not into you, a girl. But whatever, and it wasn't weird between my friend and I because we were just like laughed about it. And the next day, we were just like, I was just like, I'm sorry, you mad at me? Like, I whatever. He was, I didn't know if you knew he was in the guys. And she was like, Oh, I didn't know, but I sort of did. But I'd guess I was like trying to figure it out. I was like, Well, I figured it out for you. And anyway, we moved on. But this is sort of because they have a child together. And Jordan, that is the biggest, the biggest betrayal, not to Kylie, not to Chloe, not to Chris, Kim, the whole family, Kendall, but like. What was she thinking? Because, first of all, she lived with Kylie. She was in Kylie's orbit. Kylie's a self-made billionaire. Kylie's so successful. Kylie employed her. Kylie probably paid for her. Kylie bought her a freaking Mercedes. She bought her all this Cartier stuff. She had everything in the world and probably the most famous best friend in the world, yet she, she nailed herself to a cross. Like, what a dumb human. Like, people, there's, there's two things I hate. There's two things about people that really, really bother me. Um, people that are cheap... Um, and that don't have to be cheap. Like, it makes my blood boil, because I know people in LA, like, everyone here, for some odd reason, is very successful, and one of my best friends here, who I used to date, is very, like, does very well financially, and he's so cheap, and it makes my blood boil, and it makes me want to stab his eyes out, but I, I tell him this, too, so I know this may seem a bit aggressive and graphic, but I've shared that with him, and I'm like, you're crazy, let's just go buy fabulous things for yourself, because I can't buy fabulous things for myself, because, like, I just can't, but he can, and the other thing that really bothers me about people are people that genuinely make the wrong decision when they were clearly capable of making the right decision what jordan was clearly capable of doing was yes she could have gone to i think what the whole story was is that she was clubbing and then and there was an after party at tristan's house which is fine i think it would have been totally appropriate for jordan to go to a party at tristan's house because they know each other they had the family connection but was idiotic of her was the fact that she was canoodling like a W-H-O-R-E. I'm not going to use that word, even though I call my best friends that, even though I call myself that, but I'm not going to call a young girl who I don't know that word. But it, it is what it is. And 
Um, I think what that lady said in sort of the clip I was playing at the beginning of this episode was is that Jordan Tristan is a disgusting pig. And I understand why Chloe's literally so taken aback. She has literally no emotions. Like she's dead inside because when you have someone that you're that close with betray you, and like I mentioned before, I've had someone betray me too, but I wasn't that close. I'd only known him for three years versus like since my, since, you know, maybe 10 plus years since before she probably was even famous. Chloe, I mean, uh, to have like someone betray you like that it really does shift. It really does shift the molecules of your life. And I've read some really, really interesting, cause it really interesting stuff because after, like uh, uh, at the same time that that happened, that my ex and my former best friend, not former best friend, but former really good friend, this happened. I was also going through a really bad breakup. So I was in a really bad place. And I was I, like, started seeing a therapist. And like, I was watching a ton of videos online, self-help videos. And one of the videos that was really interesting was the person was saying that sometimes in life, you have to go through something like this for, it's like an earthquake. It's like an, a singular earthquake. It's like an earthquake singular to one person. Your world just has to shake for you to become very aware of your surroundings and very aware of what's going on. I thought that was really poignant and really interesting. Like, for Chloe, not that Chloe should have to go through this, especially after enduring this the first time where she was literally giving birth and he was, like, sleeping around and it was on, caught on camera sleeping with, you know, some random girl, remember, when that whole thing happened. And there's an episode of that. But the fact that she has to go through this twice is horrific. And I don't... And I know Chloe and Malika and Khadija are best friends, but, like... If I had a best friend that was like that still, I just, I, I would lose all trust. And for me, even personally, I don't have that many friends. And I probably have two or three really close friends, but I don't trust anyone. And, you know, it's just, it's so horrific. It's terrible. Um, and it was a really, I thought it was a really great episode. And the promo for next week looks really good. Um, and it just, what it comes down to is, and this is why I love this show, is that at the end of the day, Kim, Courtney, and Chloe, the three sisters, basically the three OGs of the whole situation, they're always in each other's corner. And yes, Kendall and Kylie were there. And I mean Kylie, of course, because Jordan's Kylie's former best friend or best current best friend. I don't even know. Um, they're all there for each other. And that's what the most important thing is. And Chris was so calm, cool, and collected about it, too. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm on my computer. My friend sent me an email of a bunch of apartments that I have to look at. And it's so stressful because I literally have, like, a week to do it. And there's some nice places, but, like, ugh, like, ill. I live in a really nice building now. Oh, I hate when my phone closes like that. Um, anyways, I this is and my personal thoughts are thus. If I was Chloe, I would just never I would cut Tristan out for good, even though she has a baby with him, but she has so much money she doesn't need him around. He's a he's a street rat in the words of Latin, which by the way, I saw Aladdin last week. I loved it. I thought the kid who the young man that cast as Aladdin was fantastic. He has such charm, great teeth. He was so just personable, and I loved him. And I always got to play Jasmine. It was fabulous. Tafar was great. Um, Nassim Padrad, who was um, Jasmine's handmaid, who had a really significant part, was great. Will Smith as the genie was phenomenal. And the storyline about how it was all about, because, you know, the whole Me Too movement is going on and the women empowerment. Basically, the whole story was basically how Jasmine a woman should be sultan. And I just thought that is such an ode to like what's going on in society sort of the pulse on pulse on pop culture these days. But anyways, I think that Jordan should just, you know, go off and do her thing. I know I, she's in doing an episode of blackish. So she's sort of dipping her toes and acting, which is great. And I think she should just depart from this whole thing. I personally don't think her and Chloe are going to, her and Kylie are going to be friends anymore. I think it's too weird, it's too tainted. And I think Kylie is such loyalty to her family and I mean, the, that's the whole thing. The family's a very loyal group of people, and um, I just think it's so horrific. And I sympathize because I, I, I sort of, you know, I got a taste of what betrayal is. It is horrible, and it's not something anyone should go through, and it's terrible. And, um, you know, 
I just love that the interview, it, it mirrored what happened last time with Kim. Kim was literally sitting in the confessionals recapping. I don't know why. I don't, I also wonder like, what would the narrative have been? What would the narrative have been for season 16 ending it? Had this not happened? Like, I understand that the ratings of the show, you know, I read the blogs, I read the, the trades. I understand that the ratings are probably not as great as they were at their peak. But like, I have to imagine that this elevates them. And I, I just want to know now what's going to go on next season. So this is the type of thing, as horrific as this is, for that had hap- to have happened to the family, it's like this hooks me into wanting to know what happens next season. And like, I understand that this is not something anyone wants to go to, but also on the other side of that, on the other spectrum of that, they're doing a reality show and they need constant content to keep them relevant. Because in the words of Dan Humphrey from Gossip Girl, if you're not talked about, you're nobody. And the Gossip Girl, as everyone knows, as I mentioned before, but most of my friends only know this, Gossip Girl is literally my favorite show. I watch an episode at least once a day on Netflix, whether it be in the shower or I'm falling asleep or I'm very stressed out and I just want to take my mind off what I'm doing. Also, I love Leighton Meester so much. She's so talented and she's so good as Blair. Um, Blake Lively is also really good, too. Um, and they had that show had so many good guest stars. But anyways, you know, that's that. And the episode's called Treachery. You guys should check it out. I just paid $2.99 to rent it on I- to buy it on iTunes because it's not on Hulu and I don't have cable or a TV. Um, because I'm not, like, even 0.5% as wealthy as the Kardashians. I literally, like I said, I have to, like, sell everything I own just to, like, pay my bills. Um, but anyways, I'm gonna definitely do a recap of part two next Sunday, because it's just out of control, this story, and it's just wild, and I'm sure tomorrow there's gonna be more posts about this and stories and, um, you know... A lot of a lot of opinions, as they say. But I like that the show documented it in not real time. Well, maybe it was real time. That's the one thing I would love to know is if they were literally in production when this all was unfolding because that's just like striking gold in terms of content for um, for the series Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Season 16, Treachery, that was part one of the finale. Um, check it out. It's on E! Um, I'm shook. I'm literally shaking. It's now almost 4 a.m. I have to go to bed, but I had to record this episode because I'm literally just literally at a loss for words. Um, by the way, I saw Phantom of the Opera yesterday. No, I saw it on Thursday. It was touring. It's on tour of the Pentagon, and I love a musical. Um, Phantom was so great. It was so fun to see it. Um, and it's one of my favorite musicals. It was actually maybe the first musical I ever saw live in Boston when I was a young kid. I saw the tour. I've never seen it in New York at the Majestic, and I would love to see it because I love musicals. Um, and you know, I was just listening to some, some show tunes today to sort of ease my stress, but anyways, I have a long ass week this week and I have to find an apartment within the next two days, so I'm super stressed. All right. I hope everyone has a fabulous Monday, a fabulous start to the week. Um, I hope you're not betrayed like you were, like, you know, Kardashians were by Jordan Tristan. It's just out of control. All right. Good night. Good morning. Good day. Goodbye. Speak to everyone later. Have a nice day. Ciao.